everybody. Well, no, I didn't solve this yet. <laughs> Still technically flawless. I don't know why. Why does it do that? It doesn't say. There we doesn't... go. All right. <laughs> Wait, I thought you deleted it forever. Well, I, 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 I had to go remake it. This one is on you, Alex. I think. All right, let me try it again. Uh. Nope. <laughs> I definitely didn't fix it. Wow. Okay. Apparently the light color means it's on. Anyway, welcome back to Pack Your Mics, the Technically Flaws podcast about <laughs> Top Chef from the creators of Read It and Weep. That is us. We're again in it with a skeleton crew, punchy, late at night on Sunday. Uh, remember how I promised because we'd have the new response people? was so good. Yeah. <laughs> I did tell Megan that we got one really positive response on Twitter, and then it turned out it was for something else. Yeah, I know. I was like, where is it? I'm, I'm looking all over for it. And he was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> You we see, were not complimented. Alex tells me there's a lot of positive stuff on me about you know for Twitter, and that's that's I just as long as he says as long as I don't ever go there to verify it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> then it's there. I mean, what a weird long con where I'm just telling everybody that people are saying nice things about them on the internet. It's it, a great idea. Yeah, yeah. because no the reality is it. so much worse. Where everyone's <laughs> saying mean things about me on the internet, and I'll never see it. Uh, also, it's a, a problem because it's so clearly not true. People Do we know? Not. Yes, have you seen the internet? Hold on a second. What about the dark web? You think people are saying nice things of about about Megan and me? Web? Yes. No, just Megan and me. Oh, but you, <laughs> it's very possible. Um, so this is uh, our podcast about Top Chef season fourteen, episode three. Um, man, I should have looked up what they call it. They usually have a fun name, don't they? Oh. Uh... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Wait, wait, what, what, can we guess? Oh, radishes? Yes, yes. Radishes are great. <laughs> radishes. That's... Season 14, episode 3, radishes are great. No, no, you gotta do it with like, radishes, question mark, radishes are great. <laughs> That's the full time. Uh, the actual Bravo title is Chokeholds and Clammy Hands, which you know, really... I think I get that. Yeah, I think radishes, radishes are great, is way better. I mean, Clammy Hands I like because they did touch clams, and that's sort of a pun, but when were they chokeholding? That's a really good question. Was I think wrestling? I might have missed that or part of I the show. Not understand what chokes. Artichokes? Oh, was there? There were artichokes. They didn't help. There were artichokes. They didn't, uh, they didn't yet in the relay race. Oh, chokeholds. That one's not as good. No, that's a stretch. No. Oh, but they do. T- Bravo does have the blog post: five random radish facts that you need to know. Oh. Do I? Um. Can you guess which Top Chef vet has radishes tattooed on her arm? Yeah, I think she said it on this. Yeah, that was on the show. Yeah, we Brooke. watched the show. I can't. Yeah, I can't guess, but I could probably remember if I tried. <laughs> Whoa, what's happening? What's happening? What? Oh, sorry, that was a commercial. Um, anyway, uh, great, technically here- flawless radio. That we're not gonna edit for you. This is. I the- thought Ezra was like the the room is slowly filling up with the water. <laughs> it's like we're all drowning. So. Um, Radish fact number two is that Brooke has a radish tattoo. Um, Wait. But let me start at the beginning. As okay. g- How many varietals of radish do you think there are? Three. 15. Radish one. Ra- what? Including That's white actually... icicle, cherry bell, bunny tail, sparkler, and, you know, 12 others. Bunny tail. That's so cute. Um, <laughs> Classic. Low top. 
Pumps. Okay. Man, this is the worst blog post, Bravo. Uh, radish fact number three. The Fat Radish New York City Restaurant. That's not a fact. Uh, now Maybe. this New York City restaurant doesn't exclusively serve radishes, but the, this farm table eatery does serve... Pic- like, one of their facts is there's a restaurant named Radish. <laughs> that, Number four... Maybe used to serve exclusively radishes? This may be good. Uh, oh, Anne Hathaway in 2012, according to reports, uh, she stuck to a diet of hummus and radishes to prepare her for her role in Les Miserables. That would make me pretty miserable. So, yeah. uh, also, did you know that Anne Hathaway is Sarah Hathaway's mother? Oh, I yeah. did not know that. It's partially true. because the, they're the same age. The dark web told me that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know what the dark web is. The dark web tells nice things about me and Megan, and also facts about Sarah Hathaway that are true. Yes, that is <laughs> that is a good part of the internet. I thought all these bad things. Turns out it's actually a pretty neat place. The dark. Also, web. you can kill people there if you wanna. I think you can. But mostly the first three things. So uh, this episode uh, started out, we finally got a legit quick fire. Uh, yeah. yeah. Legit fire. Legit, <laughs> legit fire. Well, um, it was a little different than normal. Well, yes, let's talk about it. So this week was uh, the mise en place race. It used to be the mise en place relay, and they still or call it that. the mise in place, as I like to call it. <laughs> the mise in place relay, although this week it was not a relay at all. So Ezra, what were the new rules for the... So the Mizen Plus really uh, obviously a face. Oh yeah, so it's just show. like so first, everyone just do your thing. Don't wait for anyone. Which is so not, not really like a, yeah, like a waterfall kind of thing. Yeah, everyone just yeah everyone just starts relaying their own business, uh, and then you also kind of get a fun waterfall effect where as soon as you're done, you get to help or hinder other people. Mostly help probably if you're Sheldon. <laughs> Um, they didn't mention the option to hinder. Yeah, it's always it an option. in your best interest, but yeah, you can Well, actually, it. I thought about this. I think it actually is in your best interest, ironically enough. Tell because, me more. Well, so check it out. So if your team wins, then someone on your team has immunity. It means you, uh, if your team loses the next round, you have a 1 out of 6 chance of going home. If your team loses, you have a 1 out of 7 chance of going home if your team loses. So Except I think it's actually better. that this week, it was not a real team challenge because only the losers, the head-to-heads went up. Oh, no, That's wait, but true. it was still from the losing team. Yeah, it was still from right. the losing team. Yeah, so if your team was right. on the bottom, then you'd be in trouble. Man, but... you're so right. Yeah. It right? would have been so... in your best interest to screw up a person on the mise en place relay. Well, except, except that Sheldon got um, MVP for being right, so right. helpful. Okay, so if you, that's the thing is, if you don't think you can be the best... Definitely try to make everyone fail. Right. Yes. Yeah. If you can be the best, yeah. Classic if you can be Ezra MVP. life advice. <laughs> if you can't be, be the, the best, best at something, the- havoc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I also refer to havoc in a lot of other situations, too, now that I think about it. You do. Yeah, that's one of your, yeah, one one of of your go-tos. Out. Uh, yeah. So the simultaneous work, being able to help other people. Um, also, this is a recent mise en place thing, but at the end of it, you cook with the things you mise en place. What an interesting twist. Cooking with food. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the but the interesting thing this time, so the mise en place was garlic, onion, artichoke, chokehold, shrimp, and then cl- the ever-problematic clams. Mm-hmm. And uh, wait, if you're team one, you also got to hit a absurdly large pause button that gave you basically a three-minute head start on the cooking. I feel like the pause could have been long longer based on how big the pause button was. You could hit an obnoxiously large pause button. Like that? <laughs> I see what you did there. So this guy walks into a bar and he says, hey, can I get a drink? 
Uh, bartender says, "Why the big pause?" I don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's supposed to be a bear. born that way. Is that, yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to, it's supposed to be a bear in that joke. Right. You, had to, you really have to layer that bear earlier on for it to pay off. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, just the stroke that I had. Not a great, not a great joke, but technically flawless. Um, <laughs> I feel like we're, we're we're inventing the word technically. Like it's like it's gonna be a new urban dictionary. Oh uh, yeah, to mean now. not at all. Yeah, the way yeah, people yeah, use yeah, literally. Like, literally. Yeah. yeah. Literally. Yeah, a literally flawless. <laughs> yeah, uh, literally flawless anyway. podcast. That's what we should do. So instead of trying to fight the battle on literally, where it means figuratively, we should just use it to mean not even a little bit. Mm. We, yeah, right. See, that would be a literally the a best great idea. Havoc. Yeah, yeah havoc. havoc. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, and then, yeah, the other thing was that the winner was chosen not by the best dish, but the winner was the given to the person who was the most valuable person, the MVP. Or... Uh, uh, most valuable primate. Oh, there was that movie. What are other words? MVP. Is that, most was valuable that, primate was, was about that hockey Matt, Matt LeBlanc? Cheap, chimp. Uh, I don't know. Um, I think it was. Someone write in and tell me, Google. <laughs> Someone at Google, please write in and tell me. I'm using a verbal Google search. <laughs> hey, hey, Google. <laughs> okay, Google. I think it's true. Um, so. Uh, what do you what do you guys think about those new rules? Do you think they how, how do you think they affected it? Good, bad? I thought it was nice to mix it up for mm-hmm. sure because you know it's we still get you know the classic the classic thing, but with the twist, I thought it was good. Yeah. Do you think they do you think they made it so were they they were just fun for the because it was a twist or did you think it actually made like how did it actually like like the MVP status does did that change the way people went about it? We just I talked about the hindrance I've, possibility, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like Sheldon wasn't. I don't know that he was thinking about that. I think that he just right. Isn't you know, is that? I mean, this is like a parable. Like in order to be MVP, you can never be trying to be MVP. Oh, you know. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, we really learned something from the whole thing. Then. We did. We had a great lesson. Well, and both the teams MVPs seemed to be the guys who did onions, because it was uh, Sheldon and Katsuji were the the big helpers. Because it turned out onion was the easy one. I thought that wait, but only only the winning team got an MVP. Yeah, but so. they, it like seemed like it was sh- it was it would have been Katsuji if they right. had won. I can't uh, remember. Guys, yeah. Guys, can I can I talk to you a little more about chimps playing professional sports? Yes. <laughs> the movie was called Ed. All right, there's another movie called MVP where there's a chimp playing hockey. Yeah, MVP from the makers. Colon most yeah. valuable primate. Okay, I was thinking of. I thought. I thought he played baseball, and that was movie Ed with Matt LeBlanc. So oh. I was I was off. It's a different. Chimps can do a lot of things. So Google did write in. Yeah, no, it was actually it was Bing. Bing helped me there. <laughs> you bingled it. Well, so don't uh, don't forget though. Uh, they've played that. So they've played baseball. They've played hockey. Also in MVP two, most vertical primate. He's a skater. What? Wait. Oh, there's not, not more. basketball. Yeah. Wait. There's more. MXP most extreme primate snowboarder. Oh, that's pretty extreme, I guess. This, m- <laughs> yeah, it's pretty extreme. This <laughs> monkey has done a lot of professional sports. You know, Good and job. he's not wearing a helmet; he's just wearing a hat. Let's not see. Whoa! Wait, yeah. in which one? Uh, scroll up. That's not it. Is he wearing a helmet? No, not when he's he's not wearing a helmet when he is uh, snowboarding. But he does wear one when he's playing hockey. Yeah. Um, cool. So you, you, if you're just tuning in, this is primate talk. <laughs> I 
I have, this is like the movie that I'm the most obsessed with for a movie I've not seen is MVP, Most oh, Valuable Primate. I have movies like that. Well, and it's not from the director of Air Bud. It's from the director of Air Buddies. Oh. oh. Is that from I the director of Air Bud? <laughs> <laughs> I am not. I'm not sure. Is that uh, how movies work? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, Whoa. Air Buddies is. So it's a sequel to Air Bud with the puppies. They're so cute. They, I like the Air Buddies. One of them is wearing sunglasses, so it's because he's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Air Bud is. It's a direct-to-video Airbud sequel, Air Buddies, 2006. Um, oh my God! So Airbud, Airbud Two, Golden Retriever, Airbud Three, World Cup. Golden Receiver. A Golden Receiver, sorry, Golden Receiver. World Cup is the soccer one. Airbud Four, Seventh Inning Fetch. It's pretty good. Airbud Five, Volleyball Movie. Airbud Spikes Back. Then ah. it goes into the Air Buddies series. Air Buddies, oh, Snow deep, Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies, Super Buddies. And like then this. it goes into the Santa Paws series. The other spinoff, which is In Search for Santa Paws and Santa Paws 2, The Santa Pups. Oh, the Santa Pups. It turns out there is no end to the series. Well, there is an end. I just got to it. But this yeah, that was way the more than you I want. There's one end to the series. <laughs> anyway, when back to Top Chef. So, uh... <laughs> I, I generally, I, at first I was a little skeptical. The pause button seemed annoying, but it was good that it was like, it was one of those classic Top Chef things where the advantage is like, two minutes, meh. Doesn't really affect it, but it felt good. Um, yeah, it was, I mean, it was three minutes and it was just, they were one oyster away, so, or, yeah, or one, or one clam. clam away, so it wasn't. Um, Clams seem clearly the hardest of the mise en places. Yeah, for sure. Mm. I've had, a, I mean, onion and garlic give me trouble all the time, but I've never opened clams. Oh, this was also uh, Mise en Place relayed to Katsuji's Revenge. Yeah. Where he learned his lesson last time where he volunteered to do clams and then realized he'd never opened a clam before. Right, yeah. It's a good realization. This time yeah. he was like, well, I have chopped a bazillion onions. Maybe I should do that. Yeah. Not a bad choice. Uh, also, less common dish at Chili's, the bazillion onion. <laughs> would Would you get that? If if it if it was real, <laughs> it, or rather, sorry, if you ended up in the universe where it existed, would you order it? Well, then I would be the me in the, that universe, and that that no, me no, no, would no. definitely order them. No, no sorry, it's Wait, you. So you. I switch. Well, me from this universe switches places with the me from not that universe. Not switches places. It just ends up there. There's a portal. So what? So, oh, oh, so, so I try might... not to see yourself. Yeah, it's going to mess everything up. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to run right. into yeah, the yeah. So, that universe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you you go into our our um. Uh, oh, sorry, Outback Steakhouse? Is that what it is? I well, they, a, so. I think so. The bunch of them have versions of that. Right. Okay, let's say it's Outback. See, yeah. yeah, so you go to uh, Awesome Blossom, which is... Right, that's another one. Ugh. Okay, crap. Let's say, let's. I'm assuming it's Outback. So you go into the Outback, all right, into the bathroom. Uh, you go into the one stall is like is like you know, out of order, and they're like, oh, you're like, oh, well, how out of order could it be? Bam! There's a portal to the other dimension. That's oh. the bazillion onion dimension, and you come out there. Wait, all right. So, you, but so you're you're alleging that everything else is the same except that Outback Steakhouse serves a dish called bazillion onions. No, no, other stuff is different. Also, as a oh. ripple effect from that choice. Oh, yeah, okay, uh, good. <laughs> like the fact that they bought too many onions for one dish. <laughs> Right. Well, there's a great onion shortage. Yeah, Walla Walla is known for dirt now, only. <laughs> and also the economy is now in onions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're just so valuable. Um, 
yeah so anyway so there's that uh but yeah so anyway so there's there's one version of you uh who's like who went through that that portal and yeah so what do you, do you order that onion then you have the choice now to to do it seems like it's too you, much onion to me alex <laughs> <laughs> this is we're so, at dinner and i'm like megan do you want to get a bazillion onions as an appetizer <laughs> i don't know it seems like a lot of onion yeah i think uh, we'd have to take some of it home Right, right. We have to I, put it in a bazillion fridges. Yeah. So now, hypothetically, um, Megan, the bazillion onion universe you, would that you be into it, though? Wait, so I'm on a date with the baz- <laughs> with, from me now, from this universe, is going on a date with the bazillion onion universe version of Megan. Yeah, because the other you from that universe, they also went through the out-of-order stall, and they're in the, the normal onion universe. Oh, no, they're going to be so, so ba- disappointed by the number of onions. The baz- <laughs> or relieved. <laughs> Wait, the Bazillion under the Bazillion Onion universe version of me is now sleeping with my wife. I isn't sleeping with him unless that's, unless that's what you do for an appetizer course. I don't know what you guys do, but like, no, you just you just you just left during a bathroom break, and you're at the point both of you where you can order onions. Oh my god! I don't I'm know just, what happens next. There's so much into this fantasy that I'm just not I'm not even hungry anymore. Because <laughs> well, I love me an onion or a, or a Bazillion, but this is just. I think Alex is going to be too overwhelmed to order anything. The th- just the thought of Bazillion onions, Alex, being with my <laughs> wife is going to really upset me. Because I'd be like, on the one hand, I'd be like, well, he does, you know, he does know. He can, well, no, I mean, you could, I think you could just, the only thing you could say is, he's probably eaten more onions than me. I mean, I draw whatever conclusions you want after that, but that, that's that's the fact I think that you can really only state. That's the, every, everything else Wait, after that. Well, actually, he may have never ordered onion, the Bazillion onion well, before. Well, he had the option to order more onions than you. Oh, my God. He knew what he was getting into. He went to the Outback. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's well publicized, I think. So then we went into the main challenge, the elimination challenge. <laughs> you guys, this is what we did with the mise en place relay. Imagine where we're going to go for the radish challenge. I'm so glad uh, Chris and Tanya aren't here to keep us on track. We, this, this show hasn't suffered at all. Who knew they were the glue? <laughs> I, I, although who knows maybe Sarah maybe Sarah's the one who's like who should be doing this and cracking oh, whips yeah Sarah mm-hmm. might be holding us together anyway yeah. whatever okay, held us together right. before is not here <laughs> Megan one thing we have learned you're not the glue no not the are you, glue are you are you sure that you guys are not actually either of you the bazillion <laughs> I've seen two universe versions of you <laughs> can what you if confidently Megan say has that? swapped with a bazillion you know Megan I did think <laughs> recently you've smelled a lot more like onions that's be- no that's the refrigerator because you <laughs> Oh my god, you That's have exactly Brazilian what Brazilian onions, onions, Megan would say. It's a very potent onion in the refrigerator right now. Sure. So Sheldon uh, takes home MVP and has uh, immunity. All I wrote in my notes was just Sheldon and then a bunch of hearts. I know. I just oh, love wait, he said um he said something. Oh, that was later, but it was beautiful. He said so many beautiful things. I, I just love Sheldon. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. I don't remember it either, but it was all good. Mm-hmm. You know, so I had a conversation this week on Twitter with Marianne, who uh, just across the board hates season this season of Top Chef so far. Um, she after after fourteen dot oh two, she was like she said that that she didn't think the premiere could have gotten any worse, and then this happened. She just hates everybody, and uh, her main problem was that uh, there's nobody to root for, and Sheldon. Mm-hmm. Right, Sheldon and Shirley and kind of Brooke. Wait, where was Shirley? Was Shirley even on this episode? Uh, she was there. Yeah, she, for sure. she helped. Yeah, she cooked with Brooke for the quick fire, and they won. Mm-hmm. Was she in the elimination though? 
Yeah, she did. Yeah. I think she, I can't remember who won. Oh, Shirley made the thing that was so good and then it just gotten beat by something better. I don't remember. Never mind. Yeah, hers was good, but I think Amanda beat her. Oh, Amanda beat her. Oh, geez. Anyway, um, so for the Elimination Challenge uh, this week, so Chris Constantino, who I also like and root for, was the guest judge. Did people mistake him for you a little bit? Do people mistake him him? for me? (laughs) I'm sure. That's the way I meant to have it come out. That's absolutely what I meant. This is the scourge of famous chef Chris Constantino's (laughs) life is always being mistaken for a comedian from Portland. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you you look like this less the famous than you person? I I would love that to be true for everyone. You know who also gets a lot? Uh, Seth Rogen is tired of people asking if he's me. <laughs> he's like, are you are you Alex Van Cove? Like, ah, oh, still no. Also, uh, young Drew Carey is really tired of hearing that he looks like me. <laughs> are you uh, <laughs> Drew Carey? Uh, are you Alex Van Cove who doesn't exist yet? Yeah, future Alex Van Cove. Not to mention, you know who else? Uh, also, Chris Constantino from the Bazillion Onions universe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're the Chris, Chris Constantino. Yeah. Maybe that's Bazillion. what I, maybe me in that universe becomes Chris Constantino. Mm. Oh, man. Who loves radishes? So uh, the whole <laughs> elimination does. challenge is that Chris Constantino loves radishes. He's like kind of like for cooking awful, but then he's like, uh, oh, yeah, but I really salt, like radishes. Tasty salted pig parts, I think, is what, what is um, his place in, the, in San Francisco is like. That's their slogan. Is it really? Tasty salted pig parts. Well, yeah. radishes really are the awful of the vegetable kingdom. So, mm. Mm. Are you guys big radish fans? I like radishes. They're refreshing. And no, I'm not a big one. I don't think, th- I, I didn't think there was a big radish fan <laughs> yeah, well. until there's a whole hour TV about it. Yeah. Uh, Sarah likes them a good amount, though. And actually, Caleb feels pretty okay about them too um uh i think they're pretty spicy well so one of i think uh sarah's Sarah's, uh college roommate um turned her on to uh radishes with butter and salt Mm. weird how many things are made better by putting butter and salt on them (laughs) turns out all of them yeah most well well do you want me to name things that are not better with butter and salt on them yeah uh ice skating rinks Ah, uh, becomes a different thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a different thing. I mean, I'm, I'm interested. I'd like to see it happen. <laughs> Is that the same thing? Well, the salt would help melt the ice, so then it would just be watery butter. Mm. And the Olympics. Well, those would be don't ruined. mix. No, no, no. So it'd be water and butter. They don't yeah, mix. Just some water and butter, and then the Olympics are ruined. Uh that's. I, I stand I, by okay. this. This is the first thing I came up with, and it's it's holding up. That's it's pretty solid. But I would actually wouldn't mind if it was sort of like Mario Kart style, um, like ice skating, like figure skating, where like you could have power ups, and if it was just like butter and salt, where you like you just you get to chuck them at another skater. Oh, Mario or Kart alter- style. Yeah. Alternatively, if instead of throwing like roses and teddy bears, butter and salt. Mm-hmm. That that would make it more interesting and very difficult to pick up. There aren't a lot of things where you throw butter, but I'm into that. Okay, I'm with it. Yeah, anyway, we so, can get more things where you throw butter. And so the thing that they have to do, uh, or the the other unique thing about this challenge, they got to make a radish dish. But then, it's a head-to-head challenge. So you're on teams doing seven courses, and each, but there's a head-to-head match, and the te- the team that wins the most head-to-heads wins, and then of the losing team. The people who lost their head-to-heads are eligible for elimination, which seems mm-hmm. convoluted enough. But then this weird thing happened where everybody made an incredible good dish. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, sorry. There's an extra convoluted element. I don't know if you, sorry if, if uh, I was watching a puffin dance. Um, <laughs> Pray tell why, my sweet. 
Uh, well, it's actually all because of Bing. Um, <laughs> so Bing Rewards, uh, they, they have like some extra offers. So I was trying to get an extra penny worth of Bing points um, where they have like the, um, they want you to visit Bing each day for a new surprise. And one of the surprises was a Puffin Dancing. Yeah. Okay. So all of this checks out. Okay, great. Why during um, the podcast, while I was talking to you, were you like, oh, I wonder if I can get one more penny out of Bing? Well, were you giving me a penny at that point? It's giving you some pretty solid ideas. Okay, fair enough. Of how to make punnies. <laughs> well, well um, I gave you the idea of putting butter on an ice rink. So yeah, that's true. What's the that's, twist that's that a... Alex may have already mentioned? Oh, <laughs> the convoluted thing. Was the voting system with the with the crowd? Oh, yeah, additionally yeah. voting. So the voting was each judge gets one vote, and then all of the audience gets one vote. So there's um, like an electoral college. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so so you, really, you, the crowd is kind of marginalized there. It did happen um, several times where the person a person could win by forty votes in the audience and then lose by two from the judges. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost as if the electoral college isn't a great system. <laughs> <laughs> or if you, if you lose, I mean, it's a great system if you win, obviously. Yeah, I bet it feels dirty too. Still, I bet dirty feels dirty things feel all right though if you win. Yeah, that's true. Like uh, winning, winning washes away everything. It's like uh, that old saying. A, a fire hose. So <laughs> yeah, it was super victory. convoluted. But the the other thing about the voting was that it was from the the audience vote got one vote. But who was in the audience? Top Chef super fans. Mm-hmm. Who was not in the audience? Other Us. Top Chef Us. super fans. Us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The number oh, well, one I guess, top I, I chef podcast, Did Young you... Drew Carey. Uh, <laughs> there are a lot of people. Seth Rogen, um, Brazilian Universe, Constantino. Yeah, I get it. Your fridge. But uh, we were not dancing. there. But none of those other people tried to be there. We did. We applied for this. Uh, they posted about it on Twitter. We emailed. Wait, you applied for this? What? What? Yeah, we did. We tried. We, we tried very hard to be on this. And oh man, they... for me trying hard, I didn't try that hard. <laughs> Remember when we published a book together? Yeah, I'm great at doing. Th- Actually, here's the: is this possible where I do better when I don't try? Well, or maybe your superpower could be that you've partnered with someone who finishes projects. <laughs> is my superpower just picking the right coattails? Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, I'll take that. I'm your coattails. Hey, do you want to try to finish a bazillion onions together, Alex? <laughs> I feel like we can do it. Uh, so they uh, they were super fans, and I was. So bummed not to be there. Even though I'm not a big radish fan, mm. almost all these dishes were good. I would have had so much fun. Mm-hmm. And they were like, and one of the things at the time I was like, oh, it'd be really weird to go watch a Top Chef taping because you don't know the chefs. You don't know the drama. You have no idea what you're watching. Yeah. But then this was a half veteran. So we would have recognized half the people there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Man. Would, we, would you have? We don't live in you South Carolina, though. We, yeah, I would have flown there for this. We told them that in the email. Oh. <laughs> And they, I they was like, in the Carolinas around this time. Which Carolina? Well, if it had been South Carolina, I probably would have said. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if somebody is like, oh, I'm in the top ten. Well, if they were in the top five, they would have said five. <laughs> Although I'd like it. They, they could be in the top six or like you know, like eight or nine, right? Like it It's probably not just ten. ten. Yeah, I guess yeah. if someone said I'm in the top six, it's pretty clear where they are. Pretty clear. <laughs> Although I'd like to, I would like to have one thing that's one of the top six. I think that's a really cool move. <laughs> oh, it's very humble of you. 
Yeah. Well, just it's like it's not a humble brag, just a confusing brag. Yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> you've downgraded your own brag. Yeah. Even when you're winning, like, you're still your motto is still chaos. <laughs> yeah. It's like you've yeah you've, you've like you bronze played your gold played statue. I like it. So one of the things that was confusing about this episode is we saw a lot of um, hints early on about who was going to do badly. There was this big drama about the desserts Mm -hmm. where Brooke messed up her dessert real bad and um, Silva was doing this dessert that she loved and was from her family recipe, which is usually a good sign. Sylvia. Silva's the dude. Oh, right. Sylvia. Oh, right. Silva's the... Yeah, Silva's the thing. Sylvia did that great job with the dessert from her family. But... And you... Like, it seemed like Brooke was going to do bad because she was like... My dish is half cornstarch. Turns out, crowd pleaser. The people effing love cornstarch. Yeah, they all have it. Um, the next next episode, Chris Constantino is like, "Hey, cornstarch, one of my favorite uh, ingredients." <laughs> I love uh, uh, salty corn parts. Yeah, this, this is icicle cornstarch. This is sweet <laughs> sweet cherub cornstarch. Four fun facts about cornstarch. Number one, it comes from corn. Great <laughs> job, Bravo cornstarch Brooke has. Well, speaking of Silva, yeah. I think one of the interesting things with him is he mentioned that his dish was more of a chef dish than like a general audience dish. And so he was like, I think the chefs are going to like it, but I'm not sh- so sure about um, the super fans. And at the time, I poo-pooed him. I was like, you're being a snob. These are not like children. These are top chef super fans. These are advanced palates. Yeah. And then, and then <laughs> the crowd voted for, I can't remember who he was yeah. competing against, but the crowd voted for the other person, but it seemed like kind of a lot. And then, um, although maybe it's not too much, I don't, I don't remember, but, um, but he got all of the judges. Yeah. Um, and I thought that was really, that he, was a chef really who knew knows what people. was going to happen. Yeah. 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 That was really can impressive. You, can be like a profiler, like an FBA food pro- profiler? <laughs> yeah, if if food ever like kills people, I guess it's like food poisoning. Food does kill people. Yeah, like, I, I realized after I started eat. to say that. Also, well, f- I mean, food things. doesn't kill people. People kill people. I know forks. Yeah. Forks are the thing that does it. I mean, there are a lot of things that kill people. We're actually pretty uh, fragile, it turns out. Yeah, I was going to say flammable, but I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> Man, I just feel like this was such a fun day for everybody. The chefs seemed to be having fun. Um, the the top chef super fans, um, they were Sam lonely without time. us, but they had fun. Uh, the judges seemed to have a good time. This was just a fun day. Mm-hmm. Radishes, the radish council, really digging it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cornstarch got to be a hero. Oh, it was Casey. So uh, Silva was up against Casey's radish scallop, which. She had the balls to serve a fake scallop made out of a radish to the guy who invented banana scallops. Wait. Yeah, and he didn't even mention it. You don't remember banana scallop? Oh, I do. From I didn't Blaise's remember fr- The first, first time Blaze was on in season five, uh, this is like one of his most famous dishes was he made this dessert of banana scallops. And he said people used to like, after that season, he, they would see him like across the hallway in an airport and just yell banana scallop at him. It like wow. set the world on fire. The world is very flammable. Um, <laughs> Wait, I actually don't think he invented banana scallops. Now that I'm looking at these vintage Chiquita banana uh, banana scallop uh, like recipes. Oh well, sure. Nobody's invented anything, but he was famous for doing banana scallops on the show. Did I invent sandwiches? Is that me? It was no. you. That was one where we can actually trace it pretty well. <laughs> that was the Earl of Sandwich, whereas the Earl of Banana Scallop did very little with the his Earl life. Earl of Ezra. <laughs> Despite. <laughs> 
Did that person invent me? The Ezra of Sandwich? <laughs> the Sandwich of Sandwich? Before the er- Earl of Sandwich, we had Ezra's head and Ezra's legs, but no one had thought to have them together. <laughs> then the Earl of, San- Earl of Ezra was having a card game and, didn't- and wanted to talk to Ezra, but didn't want to get up to go to where the head was, so he attached the legs. Maybe ah. this is too far? Anyway, so they... I, uh, I, I believe it's possible. Okay, 1948 looks like. It was just it was just such a fun day. I yeah. just I had so much fun all around. The downside to a fun day though is that someone has to go home for cooking one of the best dishes ever. I, I'd like this to extend this rule to all fun days where someone just has to go home for no reason. <laughs> for, for, the, for, for the mildest of offensive no offenses. <laughs> well, and so uh just to wrap up the summary, the recap, uh in the end, uh it was uh, it was very tough to judge, but um, oh, so they had this fun the the bottom uh, people. They had, it was a great judges table where they were using words to describe the bottom dishes, such as perfect, beautiful, and delicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so weird, but it came down to Sam and BJ, who again, Beej, we love that you're from Portland. Mm-hmm. The name of your restaurant is weird. But it smells nice when we walk by it. But why are you not being cooler? Mm. Beach was what? not super cool. Can we do a BJ makeover? That sounded weird. Yeah. <laughs> <Can> we... <laughs> um, sounded better in my we... head. <laughs> can we, uh, can we uh, talk about the chef and <laughs> make him cool? <laughs> yeah. We Somebody should, because I really want to like him. In the end, uh, though, it came down to Sam and Beach, and Sam... Uh, formerly handsome Sam had to go home because he created a really delicious dish that was not enough like a bon me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the one thing he was the the cardinal sin in Tom's universe of calling something a bon me that does not bam hit you in the face with the fact that it's a bon me. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, if you're gonna be a thing, be a thing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, I wonder if you serve Tom a bon me, you're like, this is a bon me, and then it was a soup. Mm. Like, like how f- would it be? Could you be far enough away from a bon me that he wouldn't be like, this is not as much of a bon me as I would like. Mm. Um, can you know what? All right, so what you should do, you just get him. It's like it's like, oh, what do you have for us? Like, well, what Tom? What do you think it is? And then you just record that, <laughs> and then you play it back and say, yes, this. So my dish is this. And I wonder because I I do think about that because it's like I wonder if they have to turn in the name of their dish way ahead of time because sometimes it comes out at the end and it's not the same as what they wanted to call it and it just feels like otherwise they could walk up to the chefs and be like here is my tiny non sandwich like it'd be mm. super easy mm-hmm. but but what if you gave Tom a back massage and called it a bon me like would he like that I think he'd probably give you a restraining order or <laughs> maybe a tip. <laughs> but what if he called it a tip and it was actually yogurt? Well, I don't know what to do with that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, Sylvia was the one. Yeah, she, Sylvia made that amazing shirt up against Brooks. Purple daikon panna cotta with sour pineapple curd, white chocolate pop rocks, and pineapple black radish juice. And, of course, 70% cornstarch. That was the best thing that anyone had ever eaten. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound even a little bit good to me. Um, you know, sometimes words are wrong. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I guess. Anyway. Right? Sam- I mean, like, it, it was, right? Like, like, people agreed, yes? That it was great? 
Yeah. Yeah, definitely. People, so, everyone liked yeah. it. All the all the audience, all the Top Chef super fans minus six important ones. <laughs> did you guys? How did you guys feel about the elimination? Uh I was cool with it. Yeah, yeah I was cool with it. We yeah. were so nervous, Megan. Um, well, I was I, re- I was really nervous about because the elves tricked me, and right. so I thought Brooks dessert was going to be really bad with the cornstarch. It would have been such a bummer if Brooke and had gone home today. So but. I was really worried about her going home, uh, but it was great. So once it got down to just salmon beach, we were like, uh, yeah, yeah. But but I I, mean, I know like I think one one of our one of our super fans uh, really liked Sam, so I, I feel bad for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean Sam liked Sam, so I feel bad for him too. Yeah, um, yeah. No, this is uh, yeah, this is super fan Becca. Uh, she really liked, Sam was one of the ones that she uh, she loved. Um, mm. so like I I do feel bad about that because yeah. you know, yeah. He seems like a nice guy, and you know, I yeah, it's sad to see him go, but. We'll see him on. I didn't feel anything, but I wanted to feel something. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, classic. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, um. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I do feel like if the, all the things, especially for a veteran, that you could have learned from being on the show before is that Tom likes good marketing, and I. Mm-hmm. So that's like, even though the dish was really delicious, that is a punishable mistake at this mm-hmm. point. Also, and both of them. Oh, go ahead. Uh, well, he just he got thing for the like. Did you make the the ex ingredient? And he said he had to say no. Right. Right. So he didn't make the bread. Right. Yeah. You know, didn't make it the was bread. mostly bread. Um. I, I mean, yeah, but how often do you make bread on this show? No one makes the bread on this show. Right. And you shouldn't have. That was such a crazy question it. when they asked that. It was like you guys are trying real hard to hate something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, did you make also... the plates? Did you did you? <laughs> Spin these plates on your own clay spinning. What are those called? It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, that was it. You got it. Bad rip. Clay spinning. Um, well, so but both of the um, dishes wheel? that were... Yes. Pottery wheel. Pottery wheel? <laughs> Throw both, them on a wheel? <laughs> both of the the bottom dishes that they were be- deciding between also didn't uh, feature radish as mm. prominently. Like, it didn't highlight the radish quite as much. Yeah, which is a totally reasonable complaint. Uh, yeah, those are classic things. Yeah. Although, yeah, surprising the delicious bon mi that's not a bon mi was m- more problematic than it not tasting like radish. That was a little surprising, but we didn't get to taste the food, of course. Yeah. Inexplicably. I, I, I don't, you know what? I, I like us a lot, but I don't think we've earned. Let, let me be, let, get on the record. I, I would like you to just end there. It would be great if there was no other point besides that. Okay. You know what, well, guys? Uh, big fan of us. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll put the rest of this comment on the dark web. Um, <laughs> compliment uh, Megan and me and insult the The hardest podcast. part about the dark web is that it's just black text on a black background. So it's really tough to read. Contrast, guys. Super hard to read. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know if we've earned super fan status. You don't I, think I feel so? like, well, here's the what? thing. What? Hear me out. I think we're super haters. Mm. Um but I don't know if we're actually super fans fully. I think we're like, we are maybe like an Arnold Palmer of like a fandom and haterdom perhaps with, but like, I think we have way more haterdomness in reserve. Oh, I don't think so. No, this is all constructive criticism Yeah, for them. Uh, if they Just, take it the right way. Yeah. It's out of love. And, uh, you know, we just, we just care 
we we really care, and so. Oh, well, good yeah. for I us. I mean, we are definitely yeah. the top po- uh, top chef podcast, or the top chef pod. No, we're not the top chef podcast. We're the top top no, chef podcast. Top, yeah. But there is one called Top Scallops that didn't is not doing this season. It looks like, but did last season, and it's hard to. It's hard to like. I want to hate them out of competitiveness, but Top Scallops is a great name for a podcast. Oh man, mm-hmm. totally good. We should just be called Top Scallop because that was the joke. But it was a very good effort. And then uh, there are. Oh, Rob has a podcast. Is doing a. Why am I advertising these? Anyway, there are other Top Chef podcasts, but I, we are the first new bingle. Um, yeah. Take that. Anyway, we should have been there. I wanted to be there so bad. It just. It was so sad. All right. Well, uh, now we're going to move on from things uh, that that we're sad about. About our that's uh, bad segue. I give up. Mailbag time. Mailbag time. Uh, is this one? Yeah. Mailbag. Mailbag. Uh, Wait. How is that not looping? All right. Let me try this again. Can get to it. See, it does. It's broken. It's not me. It's not me. I mean, it's it's you in that you played it at a time where you really didn't need to play it. So <laughs> I think that that was probably well. I've just so there's you, a loop button, and whether it's on or off, the music loops. So eh, it's on me. It's on me. <laughs> anyway, it's time for mailbag. So mailbag. we have so mailbag. much great mailbag. Um, first up uh, from PackYourMics.com. Raksha38 says, now, do we suspect there might be some kind of connection between Sam and diabetes? What does that mean? He talked about it a lot. Oh, uh, yeah. That was the happen. joke. Uh, yeah. He talked about it constantly. He talked about it all the time. Uh, so well, I, thought that was... I mean, but it's a cause he really cares about. And, you know, he has a platform to talk about it. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Hey, here's a question. How do you guys feel about caring about stuff? Like, for or against? <laughs> um, meh. Yeah. I'm for it. Because you can't say right. you're really against caring. So you can say I'm for it. That's logically consistent. But you couldn't say I'm against caring for stuff. Because then you yeah. care about that. That's you can say is meh. Yeah, so it's either yes meh. or meh are the only two answers. <laughs> um, I think it's a good joke, Raksha. I get it. Yeah, he did talk about it a lot. It's totally go- like a cool thing. Um, but he it, like I and it's not him. I mean, he talked about it as much as he wanted to. The elves I was gave going us on the record saying diabetes is super cool. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta get the word out there about diabetes. Um, I, legit, legit question: yeah. diabetes, diabetes. What are, we, what are we supposed to say here? I uh, I have heard like... more people who have diabetes say diabetes, hmm. but uh, apparently you guys disagree. So I'm not using yeah, it. There could be two right answers. Could be. Here's one of my favorite dad jokes, which is that any one time somebody says they like went to a march, uh, like a, they went to a breast cancer march, I go for or against. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think I asked a friend it, about that when they're like for like asbestos like litigation, but then I think they actually were on the other side. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> they were they were litigating on behalf of asbestos. Well, I mean, everyone needs... Like, that's kind of the way our legal system is based, I think. Uh, anyway, uh, I had to back put, walk that one back. Um, um, all right. But, you know... Go ahead. It sorry. happens. Yeah, it does. No, I, I don't think... I, I was floundering on this one, too. Let's keep it moving. Mailbag. Mailbag. So, uh, at Matt Morless 
on on Twitter says, My ships for this week, Katsuji and John, Sam and Yogurt Cake. I assume that you're calling Sylvia Yogurt Cake and not the Yogurt Cake because Sam and, and Sylvia were having quite the romance on screen. But maybe oh. he just wanted to get at her yogurt cake. I actually had a ship, I had a different ship for Sam. Did you guys y'all see the saw Last Chance Kitchen, right? Yes, we did. We'll talk about that next. But what who, Annie really seemed like she was like like sort of like the like the the the, the like the the like the nerdy but like cool girl, like the nerdy but like you know like will be cool by the end by the third act girl, uh, in like a in like a teen like comedy. Right, so if she could just take off her ponytail and shake out her hair. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and like, and Sam was like the cool guy, and it seemed like she, it seemed like she was really digging him. Even when um, you said that, I was like, "Who uh, about Annie?" <laughs> and then, uh, and then I remembered oh, that was what Katsuji said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Jay Rambo on Facebook said, "Shout out Katsuji, who seems to be trying out for Pack Your Mics." Annie's out. <laughs> Who's that? Sharp. Right. So here's a question, you guys. Uh, Katsuji, uh, fun or a D-bag. I mean, it can be two things, right? I go back and forth on him, so he might contain multitudes. Yeah. Sometimes I think, I think he's a... the best, and other times I'm like, man, you might actually just be a dick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm still on Team Katsuji, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, I think. But yeah, I mean, it's it's not... He never said anything about not being a dick, right? <laughs> like, he never promised us <laughs> that, that he was thing? nice. Right. So, well, what if he told you he was a bon me? Oh yeah. And then he was a dick. <laughs> yeah. Now look, I if mean, you what, kind, well, Tom, what kind of bon me was it? Was it dick bon me? If so, it's fine. If you told Tom you were serving a bon me and instead you gave him dick, yeah, I don't understand I, him being upset about that. That's bad marketing. That's uh, inaccurate at the very least. Yeah, You're not yeah. gonna get a lot of repeat customers. So, also from Jay, also about Katsuji, uh, Jay pointed out not only is this Casey's third Top Chef, it's also Katsuji's. I just found out. I just found Top Chef Mexico in my <gasps> on-demand choices, and he's competing in that too. Whoa! Wow! Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Um, um. I remember we watched the Spanish one at one point. Yes, we did watch an episode of Spain. I think. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. Um, also in the mailbag, uh, Matthew on Facebook says, I have, um, "What in the world was Tom doing with his arms during judges' table? Did anyone else notice that?" No, no, but now I want to go back and watch yep. it. None of us noticed, Matt, so feel free to write in what you think he was doing. Should <laughs> um, we, we take guesses on what, he, what we think he looked like he was doing? I mean, I've been on TV a few times, and I have had trouble figuring out what to do with my arms, so I am too empathetic for this. Yeah. That I, was a good back of ride. I recently did. <laughs> so. Always subtle flexing about being on television. <laughs> <laughs> I recently recorded. Oh, I just recorded myself. Doing a little, uh, oh, saying yeah. a little thing for a friend, um, and I watched it afterwards, and I was like, "What am I doing with my thumbs?" I was like, moving my thumbs in all these weird ways, and I, it was very surprising. Also, um, good brag, Megan, showing that you have friends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, like it got cropped out of the video, so that was good. <laughs> oh, bragging that you have crop. No, I give up. Yeah, um, crop of technology. Uh, also about uh, things that I did not notice, Jane on on Facebook asks, did anyone else notice that in the judges' table, before the judges were seated, only some of the chairs had cushions on them? Do you what? think that the guest judge had a no-cushion clause in his rider, or was there some rochambeauing for the cushy seats? Hmm. Uh, you know, sometimes you the cushions are not so good, though, because... Um, you fall asleep in them. 
like no, a cat? No, like it. Like maybe there's not enough room between the chair and the table for your legs, and oh, maybe if you sit yeah, on a cushion, point. you're like, ugh, no, I can't really sit under on the table properly, and that's happened to me before with an IKEA table. Just saying. So. Uh, yeah. Jane also asked us uh, if if you guys were in the mise en place relay team, which tasks would you choose? Which uh, we're, we're all out of order now, but great question. Uh, um, um, I think. Wait, okay, so onions, artichokes, garlic, clams, sh- shrimp? Yeah, deveining shrimp. Mm-hmm. The, the the word deveining is just too gross for me, so I definitely wouldn't take that one. Mm-hmm. It's not veining, right? I would probably have veining to do... Veining would be worse. You have to put veins into a shrimp. It's really tough. I'd probably have to do the clams so that as everyone else finished, they could just take over for me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because well, then you get the most help. Right. Also, you would be, cho- since you don't think you could be the best at the relay, mm-hmm. you're choosing to make your team worse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah and I, I'm choosing not to have time to help anyone. I have gotten decent at onion. I st- garlic takes me forever, but I'm pretty, d- I would take onion. You're pretty good at I onion. Yeah. I'm no katsuji, but. I I like the idea of the onion thing also, because I feel like at this point in the, po- in the, in the season, I would have some feelings and need to get them out. So just, just cry with good, good like. I yeah. during cover. Yeah. 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 Uh, Eunice asks, uh, "How many second chances is Beach gonna get?" Uh, I think one, or uh, one more. So he's gotten. Well, yeah. Two, so wait, he gets one second chance, then a third chance, and a fourth chance. Yeah, yeah. Probably, he only right? gets one second chance because after that, it is the third chance. and fourth chance. <laughs> Great, Eunice. We technically answered your question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so much good mailbag today. I'm trying to see if there's anything else I want to cover. Um, I guess I, we'll do this. This is a little harder for me, right? And I, cause I didn't prepare for it, but, uh, Katrina asks, since the season's all about returning chefs, who is the person that you were most surprised to see eliminated? Trey in season three was always mine. And I, this is not great Katrina for us. Cause I am going to have trouble remembering anything. Do we have any other remember sh- sh- shock eliminations? Oh, can we switch the winners of, like, the last three seasons? Hmm. Just wait, like, jumble them all around? (laughs) Yeah, put them in different universes. Let them compete. (laughs) No, but, like, last year it was, like, and the year before it was, and we liked the runners-up. Right? Yeah. Uh, I don't remember anything. Yeah, exactly. I don't remember anything that happened. I'm sorry for taking this question. We really should Wait, real question. This is the first episode of Pack Your Mics. Do we invent this right now? I just came from an alternate universe. So I don't know. What's yeah, it's exhausting. <laughs> what if we just, yeah, what if we were just dropped into this podcast with fake memories of having done it before? Oh. Well, here's a real test. Guys, what does this picture look like? Uh, it's a girl in Times Square. Oh, shit. Doesn't look like anything to me. Doesn't look like anything to me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to not do that joke, but yes. Um, I was trying to go ahead and try to come up with a new joke for it. Oh, we liked May. Yes, of so course. So May was good. So last year was uh, Jeremy. Mm-hmm. And uh, we wanted Amara to win. Um, oh, so and then May was good. And then the year before it was Nicholas. Which was horror. Over, yeah. over Nina. And that was awful. So yeah, like yeah. those were, I guess, surprise eliminations, kind of. Um, before that, none of it's real. I was most. I still remember when Shirley went home the first time, and I was so sad about that one. Yeah, that was rough for yeah. sure. Yeah, 
Um, and that was uh, when Nicholas had immunity, and they did immunity just way too late in the season, and he really should have gone home. Yes. Uh, because yes. Shirley and I forget the other person had made such amazing dishes, and his dish right. was just his really garbage. not good. Yeah. But it was a structural issue with that sh- season. I don't know why they did el- immunity so late. Yeah. Um, surprise! Elim- oh, surprise elimination. Uh, another. I actually, actually, sorry. Let me try that again. The least surprising elimination from the show. You guys, do you have one of those? Because I'll tell you mine. Uh, Katie Lee Joel. <laughs> she hosted season one. Remember? Yeah. Right? I, no, I, I get it. I never actually saw the first season, so I. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. No spoilers. <laughs> well. It's kind of a spoiler. She doesn't really have a career after this. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, no. I said cancel. I don't know what we're talking about, but here's the mm-hmm. important thing. Yes. Are we recording? Yes. Okay. Here's the Sorry. important thing. Um there are things to like about Windows 10. <laughs> <laughs> there like the Fox picture when it boots up is fun. Um mm. Uh, there are other there are some even like design elements that seem genuinely slick. There are some mm-hmm. major problems in that it feels like most of Windows 10 is designed to be an advertisement for a browser nobody wants. But the maybe you'd like it if you just use it for a while. The auto- <laughs> are you part of Windows 10? The automatic <laughs> restart while you're using a computer with no option to cancel is the worst piece of user design I've seen of any kind. Maybe it knows what you want more than you do. Nope. Are you sure? Because yes. that sounds like what you'd say if you didn't know what you wanted. Am I sure? Yeah. Yes. Well, see, when I give you the option to say if you're sure or not, you say you say that you're sure. But I, I'm I, I'm detecting deep. Down, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and restart this. <laughs> After a forced restart with no option to cancel, in the middle of using the computer, which is not a thing that anyone has ever found useful. It is the and it's, and not even it's not a hard. It's not a history subtle, will vindicate this. I this think is I'm not pretty a sure. Subtle later. problem. This is not a like this is not a thing that's like well you know it's kind of confusing and some people might like it and some people like there's zero people who like this. Uh, well, I mean, a lot of times when people use the computers, you know, they should really get off earlier. If your computer crashes for no reason, uh, problem solved. This is the worst piece of design I've seen in the history of computers. I think you should take a nap, Alex. It's late. <laughs> That's what your computer is telling you. It's time to slow down. After it forced restarting my computer to update to a thing that I did not want, mm-hmm. the computer finishes and I get a message from Windows that says, "We will re- your device requires a restart. We will restart, restart it outside of active hours. I mean, everyone likes a good laugh. Are you, am I wrong here? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I would like to set this computer on fire and if i had any money to buy something else and i do not like like macintosh at all i don't like apple stuff i think it's bad and i think this is the worst thing i've ever seen and i would throw this computer away out of out of sheer malice right now well i can say as a microsoft stockholder (laughs) i don't So uh, this brings us to the end of Pack Your Mics. Thank you so much for everyone who sent us feedback. Uh, we love uh, people helping out with the 
Mailbag. Mailbag. Um, so at Pack Your Mics on Twitter, PackYourMics.com. You can comment on the on the Tumblr and, of course, podcast at read-weep.com. Oh, and Facebook.com slash PackYourMics. All of those are great. We love your feedback. Keep sending them along. We love questions, games for us to play. We will be back uh, next week for another bizarre panel. Um, we're not bizarre, but thin. Well, anyway, it's the holidays. There is one holiday episode. We're going to be traveling, but we're going to make something work. And uh, we look forward to bringing that to you. And then we'll take a little bit of time off. Hopefully we can get... Uh, I know everybody misses Tanya. And I, I know it shouldn't hurt me when everyone is like, I liked Tanya hosting more. But... Um, I mean, no. No, I think that really should hurt you. I mean, it doesn't hurt me at all. You know why? I also liked Tanya hosting more. Um, <laughs> Everyone, including me, preferred her as the host. But Tanya has been super busy and just hasn't been able to join us. But she will. We will have Tanya back on the show. We'll have Chris back on the show again soon. Sarah, can you give us a thumbs up, thumbs down on never having her again? Can I? Yeah. I'm for it. (laughs) (laughs) I like Sarah. Yeah, but you were also for Windows 10 and asbestos. Well, some of those make me money. (laughs) I, oh, man. Okay. Anyway, uh, we will be back again next week. Uh, please uh, join us again for that. Oh, we didn't talk about Last Chance Kitchen. It was fun. It was uh, fun. Yeah, Sam won. That w- it doesn't matter. Nothing matters. <laughs> Nothing we do matters. Well, that's what I've been saying this whole time. Finally get on board. Last Chance Kitchen. Uh, Sam won. It was celery. Yeah, celery. <laughs> Actually, that's a great description. Just from now on, we don't know what to say, man. It was celery. What are you going to do? <laughs> Actually, I did. Uh, we do have to go. But I, I felt super positive about last. I loved Last Chance, Chance Kitchen this week. I love Last Chance Kitchen. I think they really nailed it with this. Because mm-hmm. it's like, because uh, it's Tom is relaxed. The chefs are relaxed. The challenges are relaxed and fun. Even when they're a little wacky, they're still all frequently super fun. And Close. yeah, it just. And it and it like that one time that it helped uh, bring yeah. Kristen back and win like it did actually right or wrong. It's only done good things, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, all um. about it. It's and and it, so it, I like it enough that I will buy Hidden Valley Ranch just because this is a good show. <laughs> um, so do we have an elimination? This 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 episode is it? Is you know it what? Chris it's hard because this was by far the best. Across the board, the best <laughs> podcast I've ever experienced. <laughs> this week, Windows 10. <laughs> because you gave me a bond me and called it an operating system. <laughs> Get out, Windows 10. I'm done with it's you. Gonna, Pack your knives and leave the building. It's going to run the table on Last Chance Kitchen. Oh, <laughs> no. Will not. All right, we'll talk to everybody uh, next week. Oh, Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I hope... <laughs> I hope Chris, Tanya, and Sarah come back from the Brazilian Onion universe. I hope so too. I hope they're happy there. <laughs> I hope so too. Meanwhile, I'm enjoying sleeping with Alex Falcone from the Onion universe's wife. Oh no! I, I think you just sleep with the other Alex Falcone. That's fine too. Yeah. He knows what I like. <laughs> <laughs> he won't do it, but he knows. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs>